Hey, Lauren Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. It's episode 300, Phil. And now this is it. This is it. We did a big extended pre-show, so you got some bonus there. If you got but other bonus. than that, we got nothing. No, we have a couple little treats. Couple. Little treat. By meaning a. A little treat. Little. Little treat. It's little. Very little. Nobody's shaving their head. No one's shaving their head I do tonight. need to get a haircut. Well, and like, I need to like trim my beard. My beard is like mostly gray now. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I still pluck the grays as, uh, it's too mind. late for me to do that. I mean, I'm like overrun. There, there's still some in there, but like, I, I lessen the I density. I can't. It's not even worth it. I'm like mostly no, I'm going full wizard. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's respectable. It's all I right. guess. I went straight from red beard to gray beard. See, my gray's like patchy too. Like I always get a lot of grays right here in the corner, and then a couple over here. Like yeah, mine was at that, and now it's getting pretty gray everywhere. But and then I'm like, works because you've got like lighter beard. Yeah, but then I'm like, does that mean my regular hair is gonna go gray soon? I I haven't found. I don't know if I've. I don't think I have any gray hair. But I'm also like definitely losing. My hair, like, yeah. I definitely, and my brother's like, oh, man, kiss that. Because <laughs> my brother's, going. like, basically, because my brother is pretty much, it's pretty much gone. So what's the plan? Oh, as soon as it point? gets to a certain point, I'm is I'm not even going to try. It's gone. Like, are you going to just short it first? No. Or are you just going to, like, skin? Not skin, because that's too cold and too right. much. I don't want to get sunburned all the time. But I'm definitely going to start shaving like, it. Down we're talking, like a one, a yeah. two? Oh, yeah. One. I'll do all, I'll do pretty much. Yeah. I'm just gonna go That's for easy. it. It's easy, and I'm not gonna be one of those guys. You're doing a comb over? No, I'm not gonna I be. I have a feeling comb overs are gonna be out of Larry style David has here. been very influential. It's like, just come on, man. Just yeah. embrace it, roll yeah. with it. You got, you know, you know, you gotta, you just kind of gotta own it. And because yep. I know people that have fought it, um, and my brother was even telling me I'm at the stage right now where if I did do like Rogaine and stuff, this is where it would actually work oh, okay. to keep what you got, but. I don't want to invest that kind of money. Yeah. Rather buy video games <laughs> than yeah. have like an extra six months of a full. But I don't know. I mean, it's 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 taking its sweet time. Yeah, it's fine. It's definitely because Carson's was, but there is a definite receding yeah, hairline yeah. happening. It's gonna um, go at some point. And I started noticing it after I shaved my head, so now I'm scared to like you shave do the shave head because I don't know. I feel like you're tempting fate there. Yeah. Because what if it is? That's it. It just gives up. See, on my side, I'm pre- the, the Vecchio men have all, like, for generations... Oh, had doesn't baldness come from your mom? Hair. A little bit. But even my grandpa on my mom's side, like... I mean, he's got a little thinning, like, a little patch in the back. But he's still got a full head of hair. Yeah. You know, it thins a little bit. What about the women? I mean, the women all have hair, as far as I know. You and, maybe, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's well disguised. I'm not sure about that part. Hiding it. But, you know... But they also... Like, my grandpa's hair is grayish, but it's not, like, super gray. Yeah. My dad's hair is, you know, again, graying, but I think I got a pretty long shelf my, life. My grandparents had very solid hair 
So I don't know. But my mom said that, like, there was definite baldness. It's in there. But on my dad's side, solid. But I don't think that's that's not coming from. My mom made me colorblind, and now I'm probably going (laughs) to lose my hair. Well. Oh, well. And then, like, yeah, it was funny when Carson, like, um, when Rebecca was, like, just like, oh, brothers both color one like yep and like get ready because the kid doesn't have a chance <laughs> yeah that's true as long as it was a dude if it's a boy if it's a girl maybe oh you're good yeah well so episode 300 bald talk bald pretty talk. exciting super exciting you guys are awesome for listening for 300 episodes so 300 cool. and like some people listening i know there's a couple out there that have been listening since the very 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 beginning yeah way back in 2004 just going back to those days when just figuring out what to even do. And it was very much more a radio show with yeah. definite segments and music. Yep. Very I was different. almost thinking about doing a throwback show where we'd have some music and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think people would tolerate that. I mean, they might tolerate it. I don't know if, like, <laughs> is it worth the effort I don't for your know. part? I mean, well, and that's the other thing is I just... You got I, some Pothlock stuff you can put on there well, yeah. if you decide to. Um and I was listening back and like some of the stuff I've played Cold War Kids, yeah. played like other stuff because there was this thing called Indie Feed. I remember playing like there was like all this pod safe music going around. So there was like stuff like Beastie Boys uh-huh. made a track just for like that. And like I played like, uh, how do you say Cold War Kids? Yeah. Ann Lynn in the Valley. Ann Lynn, of course. Of course. Ann Lynn. Thanks, thanks, Ann Lynn for providing our theme music. Yep. For all these episodes, still going strong. You can purchase that stuff at Popbox Music or on iTunes or on Spotify. It's all everywhere. Yeah. And thinking about how, and then like, just other things like, remember for a minute there was Danny's Linux (laughs) segment (laughs) and talking a lot about super, super duper nerd talk. Yeah. Like, oh, the newest Mozilla release (laughs) and all that stuff. And then there was a lot of politics talk back then because going back to the 2004 elections. Yeah, it's different times. Definite different times because I'm like, oh man, Brendo. <laughs> like, yeah, you should have been, you were very frustrated then, but like, maybe it was a warm up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, cause yeah, I was reminiscing with, I was just talking to Luis on Facebook and then that made me realize I'm like, man, I've known Luis for, cause that was, he was on this show in 2004, but he started posting on, Brendoman.com in 2002, so that's 15, 15 years. years. That's crazy. Long time. Yeah. Been doing this, doing stuff online. Well, we've been doing this iteration for, what, Since 2012? Five, five years Yeah. Now? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, so we've done, what, probably about 280? Well, we did the first 10, so 290, but then if you count, but then there's bonus stuff. Yeah. So you've been around for pretty much. And then, well then also if you count in the pre and post show content, you're looking at like on average another 300 hours. Yeah. Cause I figured like at least an hour an episode. At least. And And so on average. And then if you average like where, and if you're on average two hours an episode, which I think you can safely two and a half hours because we didn't some well, we didn't we, were three, four, well, we five were in, hours. yeah and that didn't stop until like probably episode two hundred something yeah so 
I think we're looking at like 700 hours of like actual podcast content on average. I think it, that's on a low estimate. Yeah. And then another 300. So we're looking at over a thousand hours of us talking. Yep. That's and a lot of hours. there are people out there that have heard all of it, which is just, I don't know how to feel about that. It's I'm very, honored. it's very honorable and, um, and it makes me feel good to hear your guys' stories because I know how much my life is affected by podcasts. And I mean, the fact that in the past couple of years, I've befriended a lot of people from podcasts I've listened to. I think about how, like, I count Lizzie and Kat as like two close friends. We met Cheryl yeah. and all their podcasters going to Podfest the last couple of years. We've had some crazy opportunity. Now we're doing these panels. I know. I'm so excited for that. I mean, we've really come a long way. Um, just like with our other stuff. I mean, like with our, we've, we're kept working hard and I would, that's, that would be my word of encouragement to anybody out there is like, you can, we're, there's nothing special about us. We've, yeah, a little special. <laughs> yeah, come but on, I mean, give me a little credit. Okay. Man. But I no, mean, but we're just right. two dudes. Anybody can you do just it. keep working. You put the work in, you put the time in. And anybody can do it and you should don't give up and eventually you'll be here on your 300th episode talking about all the goofy things you've done like shaving your head yeah. because you lost Fireball <laughs> Island. Which is good. No, I, I, absolutely. I mean, and that's why we started doing the podcast advocate stuff is getting encouraging people to do shows and of their own. And I know like Mark Bolton. Like, yeah, you know, talk about some big success story. Like, look at what he, listens, where he's at. He's now. listening to our show, then he has his show, and now he's on the Benview Network, and we're buds. And he he made the artwork for our record. Yeah, and, and we made our record. We made stickers. We made stuff that you guys have purchased. We've had two kickstarters. Um, Almost successful. finished two of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the big. That is our big thing. Is we gotta. Yeah, that's our. That's all right. Well, you said by uh, everybody got their records. Everybody got their records. They got some other stuff. They got a lot of. I want to be things. done with my part of the Brax book by WrestleMania, WrestleMania but I want to definitely finish before then because yeah. I mean, I don't. There's no excuse. I mean, my excuse is I'm a lazy person <laughs> who, when I get home from work, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, that's understandable. And, yeah, but I don't. That shouldn't be. I I was being. I was very productive. I think about how productive I was when I was living in San Diego, and I was like. Yeah. Just really super productive. We did a lot of work. That's when I was like, that's when we were building this, when I built this website and I got that going, the radiobrendo.com website, converting everything over yeah. from the Tumblr that took a long time, starting to build other stuff. I was doing, um, writing. It was right, we were writing. We were, I was practicing guitar. I was doing a lot of different yeah. things, but I think, Things weren't as stressful because once they like because then because once I went because that was when I like I was really productive, and then I they changed me over at work to that other product that was way more complicated, and then things just all everything kind of <laughs> collapsed after that. Yeah, and and now it's not that my job is stressful. It's just when I get home, because you know being at a school, it's tiring. It's very tiring. But like I don't know, it's still not an excuse because. People have overcome way more to make bigger things. I know I talked about a lot in the show, but last year I was very motivated by like David Bowie's whole. It was very inspiring because I mean he was struggling with cancer the whole time. Yeah, he was making that last album, and then like even though 
we found out later, like, it was revealed that he didn't know it was terminal until, like, he had finished the album. But still, you, that's, that makes it even more, cause, like, he was actively fighting cancer, but he's also like, I'm gonna make this. Yeah. I don't, that's not gonna put a stop to what I'm doing. So me, when I'm like, I really wanna watch more television, <laughs> and I really it, need to, it, it may not play be life-threatening, more. but it is a it's a difficult thing to overcome laziness. Well, also, and, and, and also, I just I can't, it's hard for me to focus on stuff, and and then there's always new things that are to distract me, like this Crozier. So I I knew something was up because I got a in some so it said John Crozier wants to join our MBWS group okay. Facebook group, and I'm like, well, okay, because I mean he has been to a live event, but I'm like, I don't think he's watching. So what's he gonna say? His very first post is to talk about this new WWE Champions mobile game, <laughs> which is. Basically, WWE Puzzle Quest. Oh my gosh. Holy I'm crap. I'm even like here right now. Well, the only time I can play it is I have to have my phone plugged in to play it because it drains the battery. <laughs> okay. Like the first, when I, when I launched it, I played it and then stopped playing until my phone like turned off. <laughs> and cause I didn't realize right. and that took like an hour and a half. But it completely drained my battery. Oh my gosh, that's fast. And well, I was playing because he like it's puzzle, it's it's puzzle quest, and and it's oh, trying to level your guys up and finding new guys and unlocking new stuff. And holy crap! And I just got to the level where now you can unlock versus matches and just fight random people. And and like I'm and I. And I had I had five dollars in Google Play credit, so I bought like the Undertaker starter pack, <laughs> and it basically gave you the Undertaker as a hero. And he was so far ahead, I'm still just blazing through stuff with him. I haven't hit the point where you know, like, all right, now you're back to normal. Right, right. But I'm still just like killing everybody. Um, and I I should feel bad because I paid, but I, it wasn't. I mean, I that was like money I got from the survey program. Well, yeah, and, and you know, no, before supported developer, yeah, or yeah, exactly. Like, but it it does. I I'm just like, and I'm looking, and like other people are completely like, this game's really hard. It takes a long time to love every guy. I'm like, not if you buy the Undertaker <laughs> starter pack. Um, and yeah, and then um, well, see, I understand that because I've had a similar experience with uh, Clicker Heroes over the last uh, couple <laughs> of weeks. That's, oh yeah, that's probably a because you've been pretty, good idea, bad idea. I'm pretty addicted to that. I, played, I was just coaching yeah. you, yeah. On oh, some techniques. Well, I learned a lot. That's gonna help me, like, not be as like. <laughs> well, that's the key thing though. about it is optimizing. But man, when you get on one of those games that's like addicting like that, it's you know it can be very, it can be it can be distracting. Yeah, probably not always the best thing, but sometimes it's fun. But yeah, that WWE Champions game, man, <laughs> that's gonna be some big trouble. Um, so yeah, uh, and then. What else is going on? Well, I do have a thing that happened today, but I'll talk about that in your segment. In my segment, because it's really embarrassing. <laughs> okay. And um, I didn't, I'll just tease it in that I didn't go to work today. I'm not really sick, so, but you can find out why yeah, I didn't I'm go to work super today. I'm curious. Um, and why oh, I'm wearing pajama pants. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, so. So that's that's a teaser, but for right now we do have some reader mail. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Mark Bolton sent in a mail. This actually was in a much larger font, and I had to <laughs> lower it, and it was in all caps. It is all caps. He's very it excited. Was, it was a much larger font. I'm just going to demonstrate to Phil how 
when I had to small it down because it had made our document like three pages. <laughs> it was like it took up like two whole pages. He's very excited. On the, oh, we got a Mario Flowers mail here. So, um, we'll also All add right, that, we'll do one. that one too. That's good. Okay, so, but I'll show, I just want to show Phil. I guess this doesn't help for the, um, I'll do my best to describe it. But here we go. This is what I looked at. <laughs> yeah, that's large font. It's very large. That's great. He's very excited for us, so I, I appreciate that. So, yeah, I'm glad you're excited. Yes. Um, and I'm glad that Mark emailed us. Yeah, well, um, again, 300 episodes. We've had, had people writing in, like, most of those episodes. That's a lot of people writing in. Yeah. So that's pretty great, too. Um. If you guys want to write in, Radio Brendo at Gmail, Radio Brendo Man at gmail.com. Oh, I almost messed it up. Or just go to RadioBrendo.com and use the contact form. There you go. Or go to Twitter, Facebook, Brendo Man, Facebook Radio Brendo Man, yes. um, Twitter at Brendo Man, Instagram. If you want to write us a uh, physical letter, you can email us for our address. I'm not giving it out, um, just willy nilly. <laughs> you can find it if you can. Know you can probably find it, that's true. But if you email us, we can give you a snail mail. I was, I was like, a lot of podcasts have P.O. boxes, but I don't think we're big enough to warrant a P.O. box. No, Although at the post office, it is really cheap. That's true, but, but I don't think we're that big yet. Yeah, like the like Colt Cabana and like the um, the uh, McElroy brothers have P.O. boxes and people send them stuff. Yeah, I don't know if we're at I that. We I don't that know if yet. we're at that send us stuff at our P.O. box level. Probably not. If you guys want to, you can request it. If we get enough clamoring for a P.O. box, we'll get it. What's going on with the Marmaduke brick? Oh, I heard back from him. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I was going to update later, but I'll oh, just do it now. It's not that big production? Um, well, wait, the guy said was, um, you know, he apologized that it's Our design so got long. rejected. No, no, just it took a while to manufacture them well, or, or whatever. Figured. Um, he said Are that they got it little... done. They'll be sending out the little brick sometime soon. He said the, they're done, but they won't be installed until after the ground thaws because they can't even get to the monument because it's covered in snow. So not till the spring. So sometime in the spring they'll be installing it in the ground, but he'll be sending out man. a small one sometime soon. And then we need to send somebody, so you know, man on the ground. We got to. So is there going to be a ceremony? I mean, I, I hope so. I hope <laughs> a they little band, a little band, <laughs> a, a, Mar- a Marmaduke like. Like, would you want a costume Marmaduke or a big giant dog? I feel both would be appropriate. I would, I would want <laughs> like both. a Marmaduke character and a Marmaduke yeah. dog. Yeah, but the character would be like a guy standing up in the suit. Yeah, because that's one of his forms is walking on all four. Or, yeah, you know, walking upright, and he would drive to it in the ice cream. Yeah, truck. in the ice cream truck. Yeah, that's what I would. Or want. a garbage truck. Yeah, and he'll stack the trash cans around it. That's part of the ceremony. <laughs> Did you see um we'll hand out bones? Did you see everyone. that uh hoop was it Mark or Steve? I think it was Mark. Oh, that posted, posted a current from like the Sunday newspaper. Because yeah. you know it's the Sunday one is the one that has the dog stories at yep. the bottom. But it's still the same old Marmaduke. Yeah. No punchline. Yep. Except Marmaduke's still going at Phil and Marmaduke still hate each other. Yeah. They have their love hate relationship. It's still it's, the same. At least he's doing it consistently. We need to find we need to find Paul Anderson. Where is he? 
He's very he's he's a hard guy to find. Not to mention that there are two famous film directors with right. that same it's not name. Like a, a um, very, uh, but it's very common. Name. But even if you do Paul Anderson Marmaduke, the only thing that comes up is the link to the official Marmaduke website, which is always as we've. As we found, is very humorous. Oh, it's very entertaining. Um, but it doesn't get you any closer to fight. He doesn't have a Twitter. He's not on any social media as far as I can find. He doesn't want to be found. He's sitting on top of all, he's in that Marmaduke mansion <laughs> with all that Marmaduke money. What if he did? Although what? they really, like, I don't think, they haven't really licensed Marmaduke in like the way Peanuts and Garfield have. I mean, you don't see Marmaduke. Time, I feel like Marmaduke's not endorsing life insurance. Well, not like that, no. That's what I'm saying. There's not yeah. like Marmaduke commercials and theme parks and plushies. What, if there was? what theme park would have Marmaduke? Cause they're like. <laughs> Marm World. <laughs> no, like, why isn't, why isn't Marmaduke like the spokesman for like PetSmart? Yeah. Cause or he doesn't talk. Well, like the Barksman. Well, we could just be like at least put them on the package on stuff. Yeah. Why haven't they done that? Do they so they actually have some integrity about licensing their stupid dog comic? They do sell books. Yeah, but that's pretty normal. Calendars. I'm sure they sold calendars. I haven't seen a Marmaduke calendar. Maybe not recently, but I'm saying once upon a time. I think Howard Huge has more stuff out there than Marmaduke. <laughs> Why aren't they going after Howard the Huge? How is that even a thing? I don't know. Well, I mean, is that it's still different like, enough? active though? Is that still going? That's on? still in Parade Magazine. Parade Magazine still a thing? I think so. I thought that, like, print media was dead. Not the newspaper. I'm pretty sure they're not too worried about it. Parade Magazine. It's definitely still a thing. Yeah, they have a website. Parade.com. There it is. Man, they got Parade.com. That's pretty good. That's a pretty big deal. Must have got in on that early. Or yeah. paid a lot for it. Let's see. Howard the Huge. Up oh, Phil and Brendo Googling things. <laughs> Howard Huge. Not even Howard the Huge, just, just Howard, Howard Huge. Huge. Oh. He's a... Continuing on a website. It only ran from Parade till 2007. From 1980 to 2007. That's still... Was. That's a 27-year run. But it continues a, on a website. Huh. Oh, so now it's a webcomic. But he's a uh, St. Bernard, though, so it's totally different. Yeah, totally different. Big St. Bernard. And a, a, a male owner... Complaining. Yeah, with a mustache. He's got a mustache there. Looks like Phil to me. Yeah. It's a little lighter hair. It's based on a real family pet. Sure it was. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, it seems like Howard's not really doing anything anymore. Because I don't even see a link to that website. It says he has a website. Right oh, there. Howard Huge official site. HowardHuge.com. You got HowardHuge.com. Except there's nothing here. Nope. Maybe if I delete the index PHP. Nope. Howard Hughes Howard is gone. Howard Hughes is blank. He's Whoa. dead. Man. Well, Marmaduke definitely outlasted. He Maybe it's like first. some plugin that won't even load on Chrome. <laughs> That's definitely possible. It's possible. It's like trying to load Shockwave. <laughs> all right. We should get to Mark. Mark Bolden. Man, we really got off the rails there. <laughs> Marble in all caps, right? It's episode 300! Woo! I'm not gonna yell the whole thing, even That's though good. just you imagine I am yelling the whole thing. Man, I can't believe you guys did it. I'm so excited for you guys. Congrats. I can't wait to listen to it. Well, now you're listening to it, Man. so I hope the wait was worth it. I hope so too. <laughs> so I've watched nine episodes of Son of Zorn in the last week and a half. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And I gotta say, it's a great show. Tim Meadows is a national treasure. Agreed. I love the over-the-top cartoony nature of Zorn and all his Zephyria-related stuff. Mecha Zorn was pretty great. <laughs> I meant to say thank you to my Brendo Christmas buddy. I don't know who it is. I could look it up. Well, maybe it's anonymous. I mean, it's good. You bought me quite a bit of stuff, and I loved it all, especially Sex Criminals Volume 1. I'm going to get the second trade of that for sure. So it was a comic book. comic, sweet. Question. Brendo's fake adoptive kids I made up a few months back. (laughs) They're now now, now having kids of their own. You're a grandpappy, Brendo. What old man candy will you have around the Brendo mansion for them? Hmm, old man candy that is actually good. Werther's, man. Werther's original. No. Well, that stuff is great. I'm not really a, a Werther's fan. fan? Not really. With the strawberry candies? I don't know. No, those are gross, too. I like those, too. I like old man candy. Those strawberry candies are so sticky. It's fantastic. You don't, like, touch them. you got to unwrap it and pop it straight in. Yeah, but that can be difficult at times. It can be. That's part of the challenge. I don't like those. I'm, I mean, I'm fine with the Werther's, but I was thinking more, like... I don't know, maybe like, by the time I'm an old man, am I an old man now? Or like, is this when I'm an actual old man? Well, either way. Well, I was just saying, maybe by then, like, other candies will have become old man candies. I think, I think old man candy stays like eternal. Cause like the same. What about Twizzlers nibs? That's like my favorite candy. Alright, that's good. You can make that old man candy. I'm just like pouring them out in their hands. I love those. So good. Definitely not the black ones. That's probably old man candy, but I'm not. Yeah, you can make it. It's new old man candy. Well, what about like if like by the time we're old men, like nerds will be old man candy? Yeah, but it's got to be like something that's either soft or something you suck on for a long time. Like runts or gobstoppers. Yeah. So you can choke on those. You can choke on a Werther's. You can, but it's larger, so it's easier to keep it from going down. My grandpa always had... What did my my great-grandpa always had candy? Oh, my great-grandpa always had, like, Tootsie Pops. Yeah. My grandparents always had Tootsie Pops. I remember for a while they had Blow Pops. And then for a while, this was my favorite time period, they just had a giant freaking thing of... Um, of the Hershey's, like the mix. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Mister Good Bars Mr. were always Good the ones that were left till the end. Eat that, Mister Good Bars, man. You uh, learned to love them. Yeah. Or like the symphonies. Oh, see, and symphony! I love. See, symphony. that's what got me. That I think that's where I developed my tastes for like different things. And then you get those crackles, which are basically like Nestle crunches. Yeah. Except they're Hershey crunches. My grandparents always had, well, they always had Werther's. Well, still do. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying had. My grandpa still has his candy jars. But also, when I was younger, they always had the, um, what are those lollipops? They were like, they had like vanilla swirl. Um, the ring pops? No, no. It was like, they're kind of pastel colors. They had strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate flavor. Oh my gosh, they're so good. I just, like, that's the first time I thought of them in a long time. Safety pops? No. Remember those? So you couldn't do, choke on yeah. the stick. Yeah. This is so dumb. I cannot remember now what they're and called. The Dum Dums? Shoot, no, not Dum Dums. Because Dum Dums have all kinds of crazy flavors. And they, ha- and they had those sometimes. Mystery flavored Dum Dums. Man, I'm going to have to look those up because I cannot think of what they're called. Caramel now. apple pops? I can picture uh, sometimes. Lifesaver pops? Not those. Those are always good. They still mm-hmm. make those? Those are huge in the 80s. I don't know if they do. Those they are freaking the, the huge. Caramel apple ones are still Yeah, I know. Those, but Lifesaver, remember Lifesaver pops were freaking huge. Yeah. I don't know if they still are. That was like a Halloween like staple. 
Well, lollipops are definitely like a necessary old man food, whatever form they take. Yeah. Old man candy. I don't know. My dad's boss, old man boss, he always had like peanut M&M's. Yeah. Oh, Necco wafers. That's another those one. Those are good. And those are always around. Charms. That's what they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Charms. No, Charms is the name of the company that makes blow pops. Okay, then that's not it either, then. From Charms. You're right. But they're they're actual charm pops? What are those things? I don't know. I I always... Weren't there Lifesaver pops that were, like, different swirl flavors? Yeah, but it's not Are you talking about the... They sell them like on the racks where you buy them individually, and you can oh, get them those. In the yeah. Those are like those fancy ones. I don't even know. But they were like a small version of them. My gosh, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I, I think this either. is some fancy weird fill candy. No, no, no. I, I see them in the grocery stores every once in a while. Still, I'm gonna look it up while you oh. talk about your candy. Okay. Well, I don't even know. I mean, um, I'm big like. See, gummies aren't old man candy because you need teeth to eat those. Yeah, we could suck on them. No, no. You get you'll end up choking on them if you can't eat, chew that gummy. You're gonna end up choking on a gummy. I don't want to die that way. Well, what about here? Like, lies Brendo. He died on a, on a gummy. He, he died on a. He choked on a gummy Coke bottle. Well, because you suck on them, but then eventually you're gonna have to try and swallow it. There's worse things that you could you know choke on. Ch- choking to death is like one of my like. <laughs> Things I don't want to do because one, living alone like I do, that means you're gonna find my body in like a week and it's gonna be all gross. Well, and I, you know, I want to make a good body. But if you choke, you you know how to like do the Heimlich now. To myself, kind yeah, of. Do it on the back of a chair. I don't know. These are good Heimlich chairs for you. I don't want to break my own ribs. It'd be not. It wouldn't be pleasant, but you could do it. I don't know. I think I'd do it wrong, and then you find my body in a week. It's possible. It'd be all bloated and gross. And have a gummy. And what if, like, the gases, like, kill somebody? Which is the thing that happens. Like, dead body gases? Yeah. Ugh. If it's locked up long enough, and then the next person that comes in, like, they can die. That's horrible. From their own dead body gases. Well, remind me not to, uh. Don't be the guy that finds, like, (laughs) dead, bloated body gas. I have no idea what this thing is. Lollipop brands. They were talking all about on the dollop. They were t- Dave Anthony was talking about the exploding whale. Oh gosh, yeah. But then there was like a recent one where they knew not to blow it up, but then they waited too long, and then so much methane built up that it blew up itself. <laughs> that happened like last year. I mean, because they were they were trying to figure out what to do, and they knew not to do that because right. it had already happened. And the fact that that happened here in Oregon, and like that video was like one of the first viral videos. Yeah. And they do when they talked about it, they did talk about how it became a viral video phenomenon to the point where people were calling him because they thought it. They didn't because at some point the year got removed, oh, and yeah. so people thought it happened recently. Then it got to the point where he went up to cause he was just a reporter, and he went up to cover another thing, and these old ladies around like, "No, this is the guy that blew." up that whale and he's like i just covered it <laughs> like like you got the, the, you're the whale chupa chupa chups that's right because i had the spice girls ones remember because yeah. i had like tons of them because i was trying to get all the stickers see I was, that's why charms got me because those was are they're, they're not I, like super fancy they're british but those are so good chupa 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 chups they're british those are so they had like vanilla yeah. strawberry okay. and chocolate ones that's what i was thinking of there all you right. go Took you out, took you enough. Got it. Um, but yeah, so 
talking about the whale explosion. But yeah, so then like this, I think it was New Zealand somewhere or Australia, <laughs> they had the whale and they couldn't take it because later they found out the best thing to do is to like just take it out as far as you can go and then like and then blow it up. Right. Or you also a new they're also I guess there was a newer one where they just cut it up and they can do that now. But it's also you have to do it right because again, like there's so much methane buildup that you can cause. Ugh. But this one they left it long enough where it just exploded on its own <laughs> and like covered people in whale guts. So gross. And then it just, can you imagine just walking around and all of a sudden you just get covered in whale guts? Ugh. No, that's horrible. But, like, bodies let out a lot of gas. Yeah. There's, like, when, like, bodies can, like, fart and stuff. So when you're old man uh, giving out your candy, you're going to tell the kids about, like, bodies decomposing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I got on that. Old man choking to death. Oh, yeah. I don't want this hard candies to choke on. No. But Smarties. That seems like that's another popular, like, grandpa, you know, candy. Yeah. Smarties. Rolos. Yeah, those are tough to chew, though. Yeah, but I feel like they're like, you know, like pop your dentures out on those. But you're right, they're well, around a lot. If you're eating Werther's. But you just suck on the Werther. That's true. I mean. What are the ones that like had like, there was Werther's that are kind of like Werther's. I think they're made by Hershey's. And they have like different flavors. I don't know. Because my grandpa, I feel like they had those, I don't know, they were different hard candies. There was like coffee ones. Ugh. And there's, but then there was like other ones, like there was like some cream ones. I like cream, all right, like cream ones. Oh, C's lollipops is another one that's always around. Oh yeah, I mean, how many times did you actually ever finish a C's lollipop? Not a lot. Yeah, especially like if it was like the like, because there were certain flavors. Well, there was a coffee one. Yeah, like that, and those are always in the mix. Like yeah. why? Why do they make you? I don't know. That's bad. But Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pops are great. Yeah. All right. I think that. I remember back in the day when you could actually like turn in the star rappers. Yeah. Which now is like an urban. It's become like this urban legend. It was a thing. But it definitely because I remember doing it, taking them to the liquor store, taking them to the liquor store, and turning them in because you could. That was a real thing. It was absolutely. But then I found out that like. It was never an official thing, but some places People just, just did, did it. it. Yeah, it like but it was never it. like an official thing. Well, it's the, one of those things that was an urban legend and became true because because people, like, like if you it. look like those stars are on almost every package. Yeah. Well, yeah, the pattern repeats. So yeah. It's every yeah. It's pretty frequent. But I think the guy at our was just like, okay, kids, sure, <laughs> have a free lollipop. <laughs> Meanwhile, buy some baseball cards. Yeah, while you're in here. That, yeah. that was it. That, that was, was basically just his trick to get you in there. Well, that's like the whole, like, you know, I remember becoming obsessed with like, although it did get crazy. So I remember when they had like the, the iTunes codes and the Pepsi. Yeah. And it got to the point where as soon as I figured it out, I actually got kicked out of a Walmart for doing this. You figured out where, which one's happening. Well, you could slant if you look through the bottom and you slanted it, you could see which, what it had. And, but I got, I, I got caught, like, and they're like, what do you do? I'm like, nothing. They're like, you can't do that. I'm like, where? Come on. Like, what are you talking about? I'm just looking at the thing. I'm holding it up to the light. Cause it looked, you know, you just, you could easily, they're like, sir, you have to leave. And I was like, crazy. But I got so, I got like, cause it was a free song download. Yeah. And I, I must have gotten like a hundred dollars worth of free song downloads. But also 
Then I got to the point, well, then it was also where it was like one in every ten was like free soda. I think yeah. that was on Coke. On Coke had that. And as soon as I learned the like, yeah. and, but I would always do it on the sly. And I remember going, I think the longest streak I had was like a 20 streak <laughs> of like free, turn that in, get a get free one. one. I think I lived off of that. Well, okay, so that Coke, that was like, I don't know, it probably went into later, but my freshman year of college slash oh, like yeah. senior year of high school. And that was one of the first things Matt Moss and I, my roommate Matt Moss and I bonded on was we, cause I had gotten a bunch of them and cause we were both like collecting recycling. You guys always had and tons we would of like those dig caps. through trash cans and find the caps cause people would just throw them out. Yeah. And we went and got Can our trash cans. you imagine if like they had had Coke points back then, how many Coke points oh we could have gotten? We gone crazy. We would have been like Coke point flush. Because people would have just chucked all that. But I remember walking into like a, a convenience store with like just bags of lids <laughs> and turning them in and getting like like twelve bottles each just because yeah. we had gone around and collected. I remember all one things. time we went somewhere. The guy was so pissed because he's like, "There's a limit." You're like, "There's nothing that nope, says no a limit." limit. <laughs> yeah, you got, like, you got like twelve. Yeah, because we were collecting trash from hundreds of people and getting all their bottles and. Yeah. Yep. But then when I learned that whole tipping the soda, and I cannot believe they didn't think about that being a thing. <laughs> right. I'm like, put more soda in or something, or especially otherwise obscure it. And in it some was way. it was especially easy to do on like Sprite or Mountain Dew because you could look just straight through the soda. <laughs> you didn't even have to tilt it. You just look through the bottom and see. Like on Mountain Dew or Sprite, on Diet, but even on Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi, you just had to slant it the right way. But I, I just, I just remember this stock boy coming up to me. Cause I'm just sitting here like, eh, just looking through like a freaking telescope. <laughs> sir, sir, you're gonna have to buy that soda. But yeah, I got, I got like entire, I got like so many albums. Like I looked at my iTunes library, like stuff that I purchased and like, so much of it was free songs From on my iTunes. iTunes, yeah. And I've, but it's unfortunately on, cause you're only allowed to download it like a certain number of times, stupid iTunes. Now I think that's all gone, like they got rid of all that. Huh. But it was, but now I can't get those songs. They're gone. <laughs> cause like they, like you already downloaded these on this many devices, cause that was years ago. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh, I would really like to have some of those songs right now. You could get them. And then I could get, I could get them other places, but I was like, what was Brendo into? <laughs> um, that's why I have CDs, cause I still have all those. Well, I have a lot of stuff, but. Alright, so that's that, and then Mark says, gotta go, hashtag goobangdo, how are you? Who, who are, are you? you? Goobangdo, who are you? Like Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> Let them cookies cool, hashtag count your bones, oops wrong podcast. <laughs> P.S. The rock and roll cards are fun. I've been looking around for old card packs to send you guys. Sweet. Oh, you can definitely do that. Yeah. If you want to send us anything to unbox on the show, oh, yeah. just we'll do, do that. And just great. mark on it, unbox on show or something. We'll open a box. We'll open a pack of cards. Just nothing gross and nothing scary. Yeah. Unless they're, like, scary cards. But no, like, tricks. No tricks. No um, tricks. But if you want to send us packs of cards to open, yeah, that'd be we will fun. absolutely do that. Definitely. I think that's a good send us stuff and we'll open it. Yeah. We could be the opening stuff podcast. <laughs> Phil and Brendo open stuff. I think that should be the name so of this that's episode. The new show. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We got Joe Cooley and this is a, this is a big one. Okay. All right. 
Hi, Phil and Brendo. Regarding the last rock card segment, of course I know who Bill Bruford is, because he was a drummer. One of the, yeah. One I'm of like, the I bet you open. Joe knows who this is. Yep. He's one of my favorite drummers. While he was great in Yes, because he was a drummer for Yes, I really enjoy the work he did later when he joined King Crimson. He's great on the Red Album, the last album they did in the mid-70s. Great hard progressive rock, almost leaning towards metal at times. I also really love his playing on the Discipline album, the first album they did in the 80s with a different lineup. They were more New Wave influence at the time, but still playing some very tricky stuff. Bruford was playing a lot of non-traditional drums at the time. Roto-Toms, Octobons, Octoban. I don't even know what that one is. And Simmons electronic drums. Some very cool playing by everyone on this album. Sorry for the nerdy drum tangent. It's not every day that Bill Bruford <laughs> comes up in conversation. Glad we could oblige. I also forgot to mention something in my last message. Your story going to the MXPX show brought up a funny memory from high school. Other than the Ramones and the Clash, I was not really into punk rock in high school. That's basically still the case today, to be honest. But as is the case with all of us as we get older, I'm not really as militant in my stance now as I was back then. I was much more of a hard rock progressive rock metal guy at the time. I was very into Rush, Led Zeppelin, Black, Black Sabbath, Metallica, Pantera, Tool, Primus, etc. I was very serious about music and playing drums. I felt like all the musicians in the bands I liked were all top-notch players, and I aspired to do the same thing. I had a very Lindsay Weir attitude about playing <laughs> drums. Nice. There you go. Very big drum. Yeah. Cause, and I get that. Like, cause, I remember when I went, because when I was in junior high, I was, when I first got super into music, I started off very much metal, hard rock, because I'm like, this is, takes talent to do this. And, right. But then I got into the emotional side of music and the like, and then I got really into punk rock, because I was an angry, <laughs> you know, youth. And I still, but as far as, but I can appreciate the, you know, artistry and the talent involved in a lot of that stuff. Well, yeah, and, and maybe not, I mean, depending on the punk band, it's a lot of times it is very simple, musically speaking, but, but it's there's much also more of the passion and the, the style that goes yeah. into it. And, and, you know, it's, I, because I, I have a very wide range of musical taste, as you know, yeah. and I appreciate much more technical things as well, but there's something about just, you know, pounding out three chords and slamming into each other that's really fun, you know. Yeah. I think that to me was what it was. And also just there is that sort of I can do this too thing that makes it great. Right. And that you're not going to have when you're watching like some crazy talented, you know, lead guitarist. Because you're like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be Eddie Van Halen. Right. But I can do this, you know. And the two big bands that I was in, one of them was just pretty much straight punk rock. And the other one... While it was more like 50 stuff, was still, you know, three or four chords, like very, yeah. you know, very simple stuff because I could do that well and solidly mm-hmm. and, and it was fun, you know, so I, I don't know. There's always been a big appeal in that to me. All right, and so he goes on. Punk rock to me just seemed like three guys banging out the same couple of chords for two and a half minutes. There you go. So other than a few exceptions, punk band just didn't fit into what my idea of good music was. My buddy Jason, however, lived down the street from me, was a huge punk rock fan. We constantly, we were constantly playing music for each other. <laughs> I definitely did stuff like this. For every MXPX or No Effects or Sex Pistols or Dead Kennedy song you would play for me, I would counter with a Rush or Tool or Primus tune, but try as we might, neither of us really swayed the other to the opposing side. Happily though, our different musical tastes never kept us from being buds. 
We even had a very short stint of playing in a band together. By this I mean we jammed in my room a few times. Jason played a little guitar. Very little. Which is perfect for a punk rocker. Just kidding. <laughs> Our rehearsals amounted to Jason starting a riff on guitar. Then I would come in on the drums. After playing the same thing for a couple of minutes, I would ask him when he was going to change to a new chord or a new riff. And he'd be like, that's all I've got. <laughs> Needless to say, the band didn't last very long. Anyway, here's the funny part I'm trying to get to. Before either of us could drive, we rode the bus to and from school. Ours was one of the first stops in the morning, and we had about a 25-minute bus ride to school. Every morning, we would sit together on the bus, and we would each listen to our respective CDs on our respective Discmans. Or would that be Discmen? 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 <laughs> Discmen, right? Discmen. Either way. When we got to school, I would ask what he listened to. I almost finished a new No Effects CD, he'd say. I listened to one and a half Rush songs, <laughs> I'd reply. This musical disparity would always crack us up. Thanks for bringing back this fond memory. Well, yeah, see, it's good. It's good. And hey, that is another we'll always fun. talk music. Absolutely. That's another fun thing about punk rock, though, is like, if you don't like one song, the next one's coming in another minute. Yeah. My, one of my favorite CDs, or well, series of CDs, was Fat Records had a comp called Short Music for Short People, <laughs> and they were 30 second or less tracks. And so you had like 60 of them. Yeah. 60, 70. But it was that many different. I found out about bands from those CDs because I heard a 30 second song yeah. that they did. That's great. And, yeah. Um, I also loved, uh, okay, another band that I'm super into that's a punk band is Huntington's. Yeah. They were very much in the style of the Ramones. Yeah. And, um, they're live, like seeing them live, but also their live albums, like one of my favorite live ones because, they every song went directly. There was no pauses in between. Like mm. the second they finished the last chord yeah. of the next, and I think, rrr, 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 yeah, and I love that. Just just it's blasting a through a big set, you part know. of the whole punk thing. Yeah, and just listening to an album before you know it, it's over. It's and then, great, but it's fun because like you you can you can consume a lot more. It's easier to like whereas. I think with a lot of these like metal and like hard rock records, you really have to absorb them uh-huh. and you want to. And it lends itself to just sitting there and right. listening to the same album and like just really, and that's great. But there's sometimes where I just want to like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, well, that's why there's and, good, there's music. Cause I'm, I mean, honestly, like my favorite music is more in the indie rock and alternative type of realm mm-hmm. because of, you know, I, I appreciate that stuff, but. There's times when I've got to listen to a punk rock song, or I need I need to listen to some hardcore or some metal or whatever. So, I don't know. For me, I've always just enjoyed the breadth of it for, you know, yeah. it's different purposes. And then other times you want to listen to experimental rap You never rock. know. Absolutely. Or high-pitched high high pitched. Uh, squealing, like Danielson. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just need that, you know. My heart. <gasps> yeah. When's he coming out with a new record, man? It's been a while. It's been a long time. I hope he does another one. And will it be Danielson or will it be Danielson family? <coughs> we don't know. Is there really a difference? Well, it depends on well, when who he's he touring. Gets to record it's on just, it it kind of depends. And like, but Danielson like, ship. That's when he's got like the full band. Yeah. So I don't know. I have no idea. I hope he does though, because I love Danielson. He hasn't toured in a while. I mean, because you, I think you've seen him like every time he's played out here. Just about, yeah. I don't think because you went to the last one. I didn't even get to go yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, Steve Taylor and yeah. Danielson. Didn't he do the tree there? He did. That's the first time I've ever seen him in the tree. It was amazing. Yeah, I remember that was a big deal. You saw him do oh, the tree because well, I've seen like video of it, obviously, yeah. but to see the tree in person was 
he wears these very elaborate costumes, and his most elaborate one is a tree. And he stands inside of it, and it's got the fruit hanging down it, and he plays the whole set. His guitar is attached to the front of the tree, so he steps in, and then he just grabs the guitar around it, and it's it was magical. Yeah. And the cool. other people, you could tell, because about half the crowd in there was there to see the later band and was like, what am I watching? Why am I here in this room right now? And then, like, a good solid, like, 20 of us were in He's front. He's doing the like, tree! Yeah, the tree, you guys! And everyone else is, like, just back at the bar drinking, like, okay, this is stupid. What am I doing here? Yeah. So, it's great. All right. Then he finishes off, Goo Bang Doo. That would be a good name for a punk band. Or maybe members from Goo Goo Dolls, the Bengals, and Husker Doo <laughs> Goo could Bang start a Doo. super group. <laughs> what oh. would that even sound like? I would sound kind of... Top 40, new wavy, punkish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like I it. I think it could make it work. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks that's for writing, Joe. Joe. Thanks, Joe. All right, Mario Flowers. Mario Flowers here. For episode 300, burn the orchard down and get out. You're in Trump's America now. All logic goes out the window. Thanks for that reminder. Yeah. Thanks. We're trying to have some escapism here. But I will tell you, the orchard is the last stand. I mean, yeah, you need that orchard. That's, that's, gonna, that's, that's what's going to sustain you. Yeah, if, if anything, you need to grow more stuff. I'm, I'm hunkering down. I mean, it's kind of crazy how people on the opposite side of the political spectrum are now the ones that are thinking of building like shelters and stuff. You know, they've mocked all these years, and now yeah. it's flip flopped. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, see this coin from the other side. What if every time you say John Goobang Do, you're weakening the walls between dimensions and are calling <laughs> Baba Duke? <laughs> That'd be real bad. <laughs> it would, but how, that's how it always happens in the movies. You don't know where you're doing it. He comes in, I'm Goobang Do. <laughs> you have summoned the Goobang Do. What if it's all a trick? It is, just to get us to say the name. Goobang Do. How many times have we said it? So many. What if it's like a thousand and that's where like the limit is? <laughs> We're really close. We definitely We've upset. unleashed the Goobang Do. <laughs> I, I'm the Goobang Doo. I'm here. Uh, John Goobang Doo. Man. Be like, be like freaking split. Yeah. And then comes out. And Mark from Princeton would show up. He's like, yeah. Mark from Princeton is who keeps Goobang, John Goobang Doo from coming out of the dimension. He's like the dimension guardian. He keeps him out of the light. He keeps him out. And, he, and every time we say it, Mark from Princeton has to fight him back. Well, we're definitely going to be talking about that next episode. Talking about split. Yes, but no spoilers. How are we going to do no spoilers? Easy. I talked about it with no spoilers. I can't not talk about it without you giving a spoiler. have to talk spoiler. about it with no spoilers. We can just tell people, hey, no, here's some... No, it'll ruin it because we don't want... Well, I don't then we might as well just chance. not talk about we it. can talk about it. I can't not talk about yes, the biggest thing about it. That's dumb. No, it is not dumb. It's perfect. I think we should talk spoilers. No, even... It's on your document. You already said you wouldn't. When? Look, look on the document. What are you talking about? Where you put on split, it says no spoilers. Oh, you did that. What? what are you talking about? You I promised. didn't do that. It's in writing. You did you that. Can't change it. I, why? 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 We already talked about it. I know. So no spoilers. Why no spoilers? Because I don't want to give people the chance to have it ruined on. They've accident. had two weeks. No, they might need then, another week. Then skip. No, no spoilers. We gotta talk about it. No spoil. We can talk about it. No spoilers. <sighs> you can do it. I believe in you. No. You know what else I believe in? What do you believe in? A chance to listen to podcasts on an easy, all-in-one, all-encompassing website or application, Stitcher. Yeah. It's a good place to go. It is. It's a good place to listen to stuff, and it saves. We just got my father-in-law yeah. 
set up on Stitcher so he could listen to our podcast. That's good. He's like, how do I hear these things that you guys are putting out on the internet? And so Janelle went and downloaded I would have been like, you can't. It's not a thing. <laughs> nope. That's fine. Hey, it boosts the numbers. Sure. So, uh, he's, I think uh, I have at least one family member that's not talking to me because of this podcast. <laughs> it's possible. Whatever, it's real. I don't say anything I'm ashamed of on the show. I don't either. Well, there you go. But, apparently... Well, it's a good place to find out if you still want to talk to someone by listening to the show. Thanks for keep talking to me, Mom, by the way. <laughs> I know both of our moms listen to the show. Oh, absolutely. She just... Call it the, hey mom, here's what's going on. We know, yeah. They, they keep up to date <laughs> on it. That's good. You know they, they want to know how we're doing. Well, be sure to listen to all the other Benview Network podcasts. If you're not, not just the one your sons are on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spread the love. Um, or listen to the other ones your sons are on, like, uh, Alex P. Keaton is my friend. Right. You finally posted the new Mandarian Orange show. Yeah. And, well, um. I'll talk about our crazy weekend, but I did not have a chance between, uh, between Clicker Heroes and our weekend, I did not get a chance to edit Mandarin Orange Show until I quite ruined all your productivity. It's I my know, fault. I know. Um, you also got Popsicles. You got MBWS. We had a new episode last week talking about the Royal Rumble, which just happened, which we'll talk about this week. Um, we and then uh, let's, what else? Uh, you know, you got your Star Wars Nerdy Night, your Comic Nerdy Night, Benview on Spielberg. The, um. That's been ramping up there. You got the Artist Tree, Trent Talk, Raygun Readers, Faux Boys. Extra Damage, we say Extra, extra damage. damage, Midnight Marinara, Nerd's Eye View. Many Check them ones. all out. Many, many good shows. You can also start your own podcast empire by using Dream Hosts. Go to RadioBrendo.com, click the Dream Host link, you'll save $50 off your first order of web hosting at a great price, great service. One-click WordPress installs $50 off your order. Go great to RadioBrendo.com. You also, another great deal is getting a free trial to Amazon Prime. Yeah. 30-day free trial. If you want to get free, unlimited two-day shipping with no minimum order size on your order or anything, see that new Blu-ray that's only 5 bucks. Get it. Order it. Get the Kindle library for um, for books, free books. You also got the Instant Watch Library with all kinds of new exclusive Emmy Award winning series. That's a lot. Plus Family Ties. All kinds of great stuff. And that's only $99 a year if you choose to stay on. But for right now, you can get a 30-day free trial. Go to RadioBrendo.com. Click the Amazon Prime free trial. And even if you already have Prime or you're not ready to get Prime yet... You're still going to be buying stuff on Amazon, right? Everybody does. Everybody does. Well, you're, the best, easiest way to help out the show is by going to RadioBrendo.com, click the Amazon link, and then shop like normal. You get the same great Amazon prices, but and you'll be helping us out. About. And we get fun stuff to talk about. Like somebody got a Camvate thread adapter microphone stand for camera monitor. Who? maybe someone like starting a web show? Um, I don't know. I don't even know what this is. It's an adapter to go on a microphone stand. It's a mic stand. But then you can plug, you can screw your camera onto it. Oh, okay. So that you can use a mic stand for the camera. So maybe someone, yeah, someone's got to be doing something with film or video or something. See, it like goes on your desk maybe. All right. That's cool. It's pretty nifty. I mean, it seems like a pretty, uh... Solid, easy, attached photo equipment to my mic stands. Look at that. That's all four or five stars there. Well, there's only a couple of threes. There you go. Sturdy adapter, as advertised. Works as expected. 
does what I needed to do. Very no nonsense. Photographers are very yeah, that's, that's good. they're good. I have an old micro stand, a microphone stand. I use it to attach a flash or lights to it instead of buying a lighting stand. So you turn a Probably microphone a lot cheaper stand option. into a lighting stand. There you go. But yeah, these photographers are really no nonsense. Well, it's a lot to write about, like a small piece of metal. On and around GoPro and recorder with quarter screw to boom pole. Worked great so far. Solid and smooth. These guys are very professional. Yeah. As opposed to these, like, eight paragraph dissertations <laughs> you get about bed sheets. It, well, it's true. There's probably less moving parts to it. So. This item was just as specified. It is just like a screw. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's pretty simple. It's pretty hard to... Nope, this wasn't what nope, I wanted, either. even though it's a very specific doesn't. thing. It didn't fit because I ordered the wrong thing. Sanoxy USB in-out MIDI cable converter PC to music keyboard adapter cord. Ooh, someone's doing some music here. MIDI cord. What are you doing? What is this project? Well, it looks like you can use this USB MIDI cable. Turn your PC into music studio by connecting a music keyboard to your computer with the USB MIDI cable. So I guess it goes into the MIDI out, into a USB in. That's awesome. Oh, it's a MIDI interface. All right, so someone who's so doing this, some you cool just, stuff, you got to tell yeah, us Yeah, you go to the on. MIDI, and then it has MIDI, so you can connect it. Yeah, so you hook, there's a MIDI interface. Look at that computer in that picture there. Whoa. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so that's from like 1999 there. So you go the keyboard into this and then it goes into the computer. So there you go. All right, whoever got this, I would like to know what it is that you are uh what are you so doing? You can go into a MIDI sound module and if you record something, send us a like demo of it. I want to hear it. So somebody's doing some somebody's doing projects. something. I like it. All right, what else we got? We got Warner Home Video Games Lego Batman movie story pack for Lego Dimensions. Is that already out? The Lego Batman movie. Lego pre-order? That might be a pre-order. Story pack. February 10th. Yeah, okay. Okay. But hey, if you pre-order it with Amazon Prime, you get a discount. That's right. Oh, that's so cool. Look at that. I can't wait for that movie. Oh, wait. You don't get a discount on that. I think it's just games. Oh, maybe because it's a Lego set. But oh, yeah, because it's not game. actually the game, it's a set. It's only on the games. But still, you get a pre-order oh. price guarantee. Speaking of that, okay, this week... Um, look at all these. There's a Fantastic Beasts. Yep. There's Adventure Time, Scooby-Doo. There's another Lego ba- Batman set. There's a couple different Lego Batman sets. Oh, yeah, there's there's quite a few coming out. Well, I guess it's one of their yeah. big hot properties. It's just Lego Worlds. I don't know. Okay, but this week, uh, one of my oh, here's the Joker, friends, notorious lowrider. Oh, these are that's just a Lego Batman. Lego set. They have actual Lego sets. Have yeah, gotten, there's a bunch. Are those some of those out yet? Oh yeah, they're all in the stores, and it looks amazing. The Bat Cave oh. looks so. Did you ever get the Ghostbusters yep. story pack for the new movie? Yeah. Have you played it? Nope. Of course not. It's on the Christmas pile just right sitting now. Sitting there. What about? Do you have Mission Impossible? Yep. Do you, is there any that you don't have? Not many. There's a couple. <laughs> I haven't gotten Scooby-Doo yet. Do you have these classic Doctor Who? Yep. E.T.? Yep. All these Lord of the Ring ones? Uh-huh. Jurassic, Jurassic World. Jurassic World? Got them all. My gosh. Yep. Simpsons? I do. have all Harry Simpsons. Potter? Okay, in fact, i got to tell you about the Simpsons What's now. What's Chima? They're like monster. Or do you have like, those? i got a couple of them. Well, I got them this week. <laughs> i got to tell you. <laughs> you okay, so... 
on Facebook, a friend of mine from Yukaipa, his name's Harrison, posted that he's at the 99 cent store in Yukaipa and they have actual Lego sets in the 99 cent store. What? And he's all, these are not off brand. And I'm like, what? What so, Lego sets do they have? Like, What's the 99 the cent store? The 99 cent only? Boulevard. So the 99 cent yeah. only one? Yeah. Really? So I hop in my car and I go down there and I'm like digging around trying to find it. And in the toys, and I cannot find them. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm in the wrong place, or maybe he was wrong. And then as I go back to the front, there's an end cap, and it's Lego Dimension sets, and they're a dollar. Are you serious? I kid you not. Is so it like, I bought, I bought were they like, like 12 of them. Which kinds? They had, well, there were some, they only had... Were they like uh, these two packs? They had six, no, they were, um, they're fun packs, yeah. So they're like these two packs. They're the cheapest ones. But like, I looked on Amazon, and the cheapest... Of them were selling for like eight bucks new. So, so can she just buy everything I they bought, had I and then like make a profit? I will sell some, but I also had a couple. That's why are they in the ninety nine cent store? They must have just like bought a ton out, like a, and just were selling them off. And I so they had a few out, and they only had like three different ones, but I had the, they had a bunch of them. Do you have this A team one? I have the A team one. Oh my gosh! Do you have the Slimer one? Um, yes. Man, I know. So which ones did you get at the dollar so store? The new ones that I didn't have yet were the two Chima ones, and that's mm-hmm. it. I had the other ones, but I bought the other ones to uh, you know What's turn around. This one? Midway Retro oh, yeah. Gamer. It's got like a like classic arcade game. Oh, dude, it's unlock. like Sp- Spy Hunter. Yeah, and you like gamer this little, kid, you build a little arcade, arcade machine, cabinet and you can play the games in the game. Oh, twenty classic arcade games. Yeah, what? Dude, Lego Dimensions. Is you can rad. play Gauntlet and Rampage. Yep, within and Super Sprint, Defender. Oh, dude. Within the game. That's like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so much fun. And you get a freaking arcade machine. I'd be all over you this gotta pack. got Lego Dimensions. Well, now that I know that there's this. Yeah. You can play Rampage. Great. How much is this? Let's see. That one. Oh, it's only it's from only, third party. Oh, no. It's hard to find. $19. That's not bad. It's not too marked up. You might be able to I find it. I can't get somewhere. into this. I would spend so much money. Look at all this it's stuff. amazing. Look at all it's these. so much fun. Man. Look at all this adventure time. Yep. All this ghost all this ghostbusters so much stuff. Ghostbusters. DC. Yep. Simpsons. Wizard of Oz. Lord of the Rings. Wizard of freaking yeah, Oz. The Lego movie. All the Doctor Who stuff. Yep. There's Cyberman. All the Lego movie. Fantastic Beasts. Lego, Lego Batman. Batman. Whatever this Chima thing is. Man. It's good stuff. I'm oh my you. gosh. Yeah, you should get into it. No, I well, shouldn't. You can buy them for a dollar. No. You you took them all. They're I all know, gone. There was a lot left. I bought some of each of them. Should I just go there and buy them? There might be more still there. They're probably all gone. Somebody, I heard there's there's been, I have heard word on the street is um, you can get Ecto Cooler at a lot of 99 cent stores. Oh, really? It's popped up. I only looked in the toys area, so I don't know. Yeah. I found some good stuff at that 99 cent store. Well, dude, I got real. Well, so the funny part is, so the, the, my friend that posted about it, like he was posted a follow up that he's like, yeah, just beware if you buy them. Like there's no instructions in them. So you have to just kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. But the reason he didn't know is it's from the video game and the instructions are in the game. Yeah. So you actually, you know, look at the instructions on your TV screen. So I explained that to him and then he was. You, got it. you have to have the game. You have to have the game. If you don't have the game, well, then you, yeah, then you just you have a little Lego. Out. You got a picture, and it's not that hard. But yeah, but yeah, so it's great. It's so much fun, and it's they're so cool. 
All right. Well, don't forget to check out our Facebook group and our subreddit. The links for those are at our uh, radiobrendo.com. Like we said, we're working on the Kickstarter. We also – the Kicker Heroes clan is full, but there is a new one that you can join. Yeah, but Although, isn't that one full? I'm afraid that might be full now too. Well, Mandarian Orange Show yeah. with spaces in between. So, I mean, and it's capitalized. Capital M, capital O. So Capital if, S. If you try to do it and you can't get in, like email me because I'll kick out lower level yeah. people. That well, email email us if you're trying to get in. Yeah. And maybe we might need to start a third one. A third one, or if anyone wants to start a new one. Yeah. But see, I'm not sure if the people in mine are all like I don't know who they are. I know one guy is. Well, like if a you if you're in that one, post on the message board yeah, to say because Phil's gonna start bumping some people. I might do that in ours. But like a, you know who a lot of I don't know are. who all of them are. Yeah. And then also, then what do I do about the people that I know for a fact haven't played since they first like who the day they joined? Well, you might want to like I th- I'm thinking of saying like, hey, I'm gonna bump people who are like at the bottom or and, and who aren't, aren't moving. Yeah. Or if they aren't moving. Yeah. So we'll see. Also, we'll be see. sure to check out my vacationpants.com and Mandarin Orange Show. I already talked about that. Mountainroomescapes.com. If you're headed up to Big Bear, it's a good time. It is. Participate if you want to see some snow and get trapped in the snow. It's a good time for to fun, do it. and maybe for real too. <laughs> maybe mountainroomescapes.com up in Big Bear in the Southern California. Use the code Radio Brendo Man for five dollars off each ticket and get a special exclusive gift at the game. Also, we got some upcoming events. Don't forget this Tuesday. That's yeah, what tom- tomorrow. Yeah, man. So if you're listening to this, it's probably already happening. Unless you're listening on YouTube, the after show screening. In Denver at the Bug Theater during, uh, that's open screen night from 7 to 9 p.m. Tuesday, tomorrow. Man, it's already almost February. I know. It's going. It's going it's so fast. Payday's coming. Yeah. Need that. I need to buy my show, my tickets to all the shows I'm planning on attending <laughs> in, uh, Orlando. And also we got some cons coming up. Lots such of- as we gotta I gotta get a hotel since we're gonna be at the Long Beach Comic Expo both days, February eighteenth and nineteenth at the Long Beach Convention Center. We're gonna be doing our web comics panel on that on Saturday and then our podcast advocates panel on that Sunday. Yes. So I'm so excited to get for in. That yeah. I'm very pumped. Like it's we, very exciting. Once we can spread that podcast. Getting panel that going. Oh. Getting it going. Um, and, uh, and that's going to be exciting and you should be there. Go to longbeachcomicexpo.com to buy your tickets today. Lots of special guests. Jason Momoa, Aquaman himself is going to be there. Some people from Supernatural, a lot of comics people, a huge spectrum of guests Yeah, and also great, cool. Every year it's been great. This, this is when this was the comic expo has been growing every year. It's now a two day thing. It used to just be one day. It used to be in a small part of the convention. Now it's pretty much in the same place where they do. And there's all kinds of panels. They, and I'm sure it's going to be another great panel programming schedule. And we're happy to be a part of it because this is where we started at Long Beach Comic Con. And, um, so you can check that out. If you're going to be there, come find us, be there. We got stickers. We got special gifts, and it's going to be fun. Also, it's going to be fun March 17th through the 19th out here, Banning, California. Just drive right past Ukaipa, wave at us, and keep going a little bit longer, and it'll be at the Arcade Expo. It's always awesome. It's going to be good. Yeah. And then also March 28th through April 3rd, I will be at WrestleMania in Orlando. If you're going to be out there, um, I'm looking for... 
if anybody's got a Universal Studios connection or just wants to come with me. Um, doing that probably the first couple days and then I'll be at all the various wrestling shows. Um, if you go to MBWS, if you're a Facebook group, I posted, um, a link. You can see all the shows I'm going to. If you're interested, you're going to be coming to any of those shows. Come check it out. And I'll, but I'll be in Orlando that week. And then you will be at WonderCon. That's right, in Anaheim. In Anaheim. Come say hey. March 31st through April 2nd. Tickets still available, but going fast at comic-con.org at WonderCon, W slash WCA, or just click the WonderCon at comiccon.org. And those tickets are going fast. Um, but we'll be doing, hopefully, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't heard back yet. Yeah, don't I don't know when yet. we find out about the panels. But we're hoping to at least be doing a Webcomics Advocates panel there maybe once podcast. again. Maybe. You don't know. Speaking of that, in March, I'm sorry, July 7th, never too early, as we always stress, to be planning this. You better be deep in your planning now. Right. Um, July 19th through 23rd is San Diego Comic Con. And hopefully we'll be uh, doing some stuff there. Yeah. We'll see. That'll, that would be our fourth. Yeah. Wait, already? We've done, done three 30 times. times. Rad. Yeah. Cause we did one, then we had the gap, then we did two more. We've done it two consecutive. That's right. So that's, that's this, this will be our well. third. If we got it this time, it'll be our third consecutive. All right. Let's We've hope. done WonderCon. This will be, this will be our, have we done WonderCon twice in a row or maybe three in a row? I think. I think we've done three in a row. I think three. Yeah. yeah. I think this will be third. This will be our fourth. This will be fourth? Yeah. All right. I think we've done three WonderCons. Huh. Or maybe just two. Yeah, I feel like we did, I know we did LA, but I think we only did one at the, uh. Oh, you're right. I think we did one in LA and one in Anaheim. What did we two in? I think we did two in Anaheim. I think this is our, no, we definitely did two in Anaheim. Cause one year I stayed right by there and we did it. And then another year I stayed out okay. in the Aries. So we've definitely done three WonderCon. Alright. Well, that's cool. Cause we did two in one place and one in another place. I can't even like picture where we did it is the problem. Yeah. Ah, well, anyway. Remember, it's we did it twice in the over and the other when they opened up in the hotel next door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think right. that's where we've been doing it the last two years. Okay. But, then but another time, in yeah, in LA, so it was different. Okay. Last year, we did it with all the other. And yeah. I remember Lizzie and Cat got there late and almost didn't get in. Right. And they had a security escort <laughs> yeah, them yeah. up there. Um. Make sure everybody's got their badges this year. We'll have to arrange all that. But I think they're going to mail them out like they did Comic-Con. That's good. That, that's easy. Either that or it'll be, at least now we know like what, what to do. Because last year, if I just told everybody to go straight to that like participant's booth and not the pro booth, yeah, like it would have been wait. Because like, I waited in that pro line for a while. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even need to do this. Nope. Uh but yeah, um, whereas in San Diego, though, they mail everything out in advance, and that was super easy. Um, except for the pro guest badges, which I had to go, Derek had to go get. It's just the waiting line. So, but the, the line's not that bad. No. That was fine. It's way better than it used to be. Yeah. Especially now that pretty much everything's getting mailed out. Um, all right, and then just announced August 25th through 27th, which oh, you have right. to, just saw that. you have yeah. to contact these guys, because they're already, um, people are already getting booths. Yeah. So you definitely are going to want to contact Comic-Con. them. So August 25th through the 27th, Comic Con Palm Springs, ComicConPalmSprings.com. Tickets on sale now. Good. Also, one last plug I wanted to give a plug to, 
um, Teresa Espinosa, sister okay. of Steve Espinosa. She just joined up with a artist group called Crude Inc. If you go to Etsy.com slash shop slash Crude Inc. That's C-R-U-D-E-I-N-C. Um, I just wanted to show this to Phil. They make artwork out of vinyl records. And Ooh, they like cool. paint these cool, like on vinyl records. Nice. They like paint, they make all these, and most of it's horror theme, but they also have superhero ones and like other cool vinyl artwork. They have a lot more variety of stuff, like when they, cause they go around to different art shows and other things, conventions. That's cool. But if you see them at a con or go on their website, but in their Etsy store, and if, that's a lot of cool artwork. On vinyl records. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, and is she actually doing some I, of the art? I, or I like think she's in, like you know? involved with making the art. I'm not 100% huh. sure. But I know she started working for him. That's great. And so she contacted me. And Those look so really I'm like, cool. hey, we'd be happy to promote that. Yeah, that looks great. And they also have some other cool stuff like There's other vinyl artwork and other stuff. Not just the records. Like I was looking at their Instagram from like their booths of like conventions and stuff. That's cool. And just some really cool horror themed other stuff. Sweet. So yeah, definitely happy Fruity. to check that out. Well, hey, we oh. got to open these rock cards and we got to move on. What about this? We'll do that next episode. But it's sure. 300 though. I thought we'd oh, have to do that. Oh, it is 300. Are we going to do that and rock cards? I don't know. Should we do this? Let's do that and then do the rock cards at the next beginning episode? of the next episode. Let's do that. All right. All right. So Thought that for um, our 300th, we'd bring back something we haven't done in a while. A long while. A long while. In fact, so much so that... Marmaduke we... kind of thrust it into the back seat of did. the bowels of Radio Brindo Man, back with Phil Reed's A Newspaper Comic, <laughs> um, Phil's OCD Corner, Yeah, Phil's Weird Movie. There's a lot of things that we haven't done There's in a while. certain segments that are down in the dungeons of our vaults, and we've... Taking one out, and it's uh, Nintendo Power yeah, time. It's Nintendo Power. Let's see. We're back in March of 1994. This is volume Philip 58. Vecchio. There it is. Right to me. 13. Well, I'm not going to say my parents' address there. I don't know what's yeah, going to do that. Don't tell people where that's your parents still, live. That's still where they live. But um, anyway, so we got on the front cover, Wario Land, Super Mario Land 3. Yeah. It was Game Boy... That was the so it was the third one, but the first one where Wario got kind of top billing, and uh, they didn't Super Wario Land Four then was on Game Boy Advance. Also talks about Super NES NBA Jam, which was a huge game. Yeah, for me, lots of other. Um, we're down towards the end of NES. We were discussing we're definitely this. at the end of this. This is of March ninety four. The last officially it's released December ninety four. So. Um, the only NES game that's featured in game reviews is Zoda's Revenge. Which was one of the last NES games. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, the letters section is real weird, um, because they only, um, they had like a theme where they talk about games that they bought that weren't what they expected. Dude, there's some great Mortal Kombat cosplay. But yeah, there is. Some Give Mortal us Kombat all of your candy Halloween. now. Mortal Kombat Halloween costumes. I see a scorpion. They marauded through the streets of Newburyport as Reptile, Scorpion, and Raiden. Oh, yeah, there's a Raiden. In search of sugar-coated swag on a certain evening at the end of October. <laughs> they're not even allowed to say Halloween. I don't know. I think they're just trying to be clever trying or something. Trying to be silly. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, they talk about different games that weren't what they expected. Hmm. Um, but here, oh, this Give one is... Give a sample. This inserts. is the funniest one, I think. So... 
Um, the game I purchased, this is from Scott Nichols of Hudson, Maine. Is anybody like, I bought this game and it sucked? Uh, not really. Like, I bought Ghostbusters and it was the worst game I ever played? No. Thanks, Nintendo? They're all ones that they thought were going to oh. be bad and then turned out to be Why would you buy bad. a game that you thought was going to be bad? Well, so for instance, this one, his mom and dad bought Magical oh. Quest, Mickey's Magical Quest. I thought it would be really dumb and boring because it had Mickey's Mickey Mouse Magical in it. Quest is when great. I sat down and played it, it wasn't so dumb and boring. It was actually cool. So there's a lot of those. But this one is probably the closest to one saying it's not that good. The game I purchased that was completely different than I expected was Rambo for the NES. <laughs> I saw him firing a machine gun on the package and it looked really cool, so I bought it. When I got home, I started to play the game. It was boring. All you could do was walk around and fight with a knife. The only enemies I met were spiders, gorillas, bugs, etc. Also, you moved around by standing on blocks labeled N or S for north and south. It was a real disappointment. Wow. So, so that's, that is a, that this one's game pretty sucked. negative. That's the and only that's one like, that's really hey, negative. Licensed games are mostly terrible. That is a true thing yep. you need to realize. I mean, everyone also, knows that now. My favorite licensed game for Nintendo of all time that, like, why is this a game? Because talk about movies based on violent, like, like things. Um, Platoon? Oh, yeah. There's a Platoon game? Yeah, that's right. That's so weird. Which is not like a playful violent movie. What if there's like, a, that's like, Vietnam. we're like one step away from Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah. The, like, there's no way Oliver Stone had any say in that. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. Please make a Nintendo not. game absolutely out of my very not. serious Vietnam movie. Is there a part where you basically get murdered by, where you all agree to murder your commanding <laughs> officer? Yeah, or you go into the village and kill all the women and children. Yeah, that part. Yeah. No, and that's the same with Rambo. Like, he, he's shooting gorillas and, and spiders. It, like, he can't, like, plow down well, through soldiers. Also, like, the first Rambo, if they're talking about First Blood, it's not, it's like him in, like, the town and he goes crazy and he doesn't even kill anybody. He just so, stands on blocks. But then that's why they had to S. make the second one. And then that's probably because, but then of course, we are, we've talked about this quite a bit. Like, Rambo was very much a marketed towards kids' property when, like, they had no business. Cause there were, I mean, there was a freaking cartoon. And action yeah. figures. And those Rambo action figures were really cool. And the, they should not have been. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> you think about, like, Aliens and Terminator 2. Yeah. There were Terminator 2 figures. Like, all that stuff. And I'm just like, that's RoboCop? RoboCop, yeah. Like, Wasn't there a cartoon There was RoboCop also too? a RoboCop yeah. cartoon. There was definite cartoons of all of this stuff. Yeah. It's so freaking weird. But, I mean, like, and then, like, I don't know. There's a lot of just... There's a lot of confusing, like, <laughs> right. I don't understand why, I mean. It's I don't gotten know. a lot, it's much different now. Like, yeah. they don't do that. They'll make a cartoon of it, but they'll just market it for adults. Yeah. So. Not like, hey kids, here's the new right. Robocop cartoon. Just don't watch that movie. Alright, so let's see. We've got, some, um, I always love the envelope artwork, man. There's some cool stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch in here. Look at that. Mostly, uh, NBA Kombat, Jam. Or, uh, St- uh, Street Fighter. Well, oh, look at that back. Street Fighter one. That's freaking awesome. I thought that was like a basketball player with Dalsum. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly Mortal Kombat and Street People, Fighter. People, well, that was the time. I mean, 1994, we're here, yeah. we were deep in Mortal Kombat and yeah. Street Fighter. Um, let's see. There's a feature in here about the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah, which before E3, that was where all the – which CES is still a thing. But now video games basically got – became their own show. And they feature a thing called Project Reality, yeah. which I'm pretty sure is what the, was that the code name for uh, Virtual Boy, I think. 
The first Project Reality arcade games. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what that is. But one of the questions, will Nintendo be able to offer... I don't know. Nintendo, because it says the system will use mega game packs with at least 100 megabits of memory. That's I gotta think, be. I think it's, I think that's, I think game. it's Nintendo 64. Alright, look up Nintendo Project Reality. See what, what is that? It's Nintendo, oh, 64. It was Nintendo 64. Yeah, because okay. as soon as you said 128. Alright, so I guess they, you're right there. Just, uh, the way that they talked about it, I wasn't sure. So they were already previewing Nintendo 64 yeah, back in, in 1994. Yeah. Um, well, that at the time, that was like, we're at the height of the console wars. So, like, they're, like, developing oh, yeah. stuff fast and furious. We haven't even hit, like, the big, like, when Nintendo really, like, put Sega down. Because that's we're not to Donkey Kong Country and that stuff yet. What you right. would maybe call the second wave... Right. Like so, Super we're still Metroid hasn't even come yeah, out yet. We're still thick in the fight, and right now, I'm guessing right now Sega is winning because Mortal Kombat came out for Sega, which destroyed the Mortal Kombat for Super Nintendo. Right. Because this, because I remember almost trying to find a way to get a Genesis. Because the Super Nintendo Mortal Kombat sucked so bad. <laughs> and my friend had the Sega Mortal Kombat where you could put in the blood code and it was Mortal Kombat. And whereas the Super Nintendo, like, they changed all the fatalities and it was the sweat and it was pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, but cause that was one, that was one of the bigger victories for Sega. Sold a lot of Segas. Well. But Nintendo, they rebounded. Big time. Oh yeah, they did. And that's, that's what they it always It was cool do. seeing all this stuff, which now you all, you see all this at E3, but back then yeah, it was all at what it was, CES. Man. There was a Beavis and Butthead exhibits. You can go sit on the couch with them. Oh man, that'd be awesome. This is definitely, like, you can tell the time just it's from all the Speed this Racer cosplayers. They're coming, oh, they featured Shaq from Shaq Attack. Man. Well anyway, so that's their. Virtual uh, Bart. There were oh, yeah, so they, many. So many Simpsons So many things. bad Simpsons games. I still think Bart's Nightmare is like probably one of the best ones. Aside like from the, the arcade game. Like Space Mutants That too. game was so hard. It was very hard, but it was cool. But there was a lot of bad Simpsons games. Yeah. My, I think my favorite all-time Simpsons game is, um, I think it's called Hit and Run, their Grand Theft Auto type game. Their taxi one, their version of Crazy Taxi was great. But especially the hit and run where yeah. it was like Grand Theft Auto, but that was way later. And I, I think that came out for consoles, but I had it on my computer, and it was a lot of fun. Okay, I wonder if these ever came out. So it says there's games for Eek the Cat, Baby's Day Out, and Bobby's World. I know Eek the Cat came out, and maybe Bobby's World. I don't know about Baby's Day Out. That's a weird game. I mean, now I gotta look was that Baby's up. Baby's Day Out ever a game on Super Nintendo? Baby's Day Out video game. I mean, that's just weird, because that movie is not... Oh, yeah, that came out. Wow. Oh, no, it says it was planned and slated to be released on Super Nintendo. But it came out for the Genesis. Not on Super Nintendo, though. Interesting. I wonder why. Video game version of the film was playing completed and slated release on Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and Game Boy, but it was canceled. Oh, this prototype, so it never actually came out. Probably because it sucked, because it's a game based on Baby's Day Out. Oh, instead of playing as Bink, 
The player controls what appears to be Bink's guardian angel to guide Bink to safety in the vein of... So you're not even playing as the baby. the baby. You're guiding the baby. Yeah, that sounds pretty de- pretty bad. Popular... Oh, Baby's Day Out was tremendously popular in South Asia. Well, because it's one of those ones that doesn't require you to understand the language. It's very visual. Recalling a trip to Calcutta, Roger Ebert says, I asked if Star Wars had been their most successful American film. No, I was told. It was Baby's Day Out. It was remade twice. <laughs> First in Telugu in 1995 under the title Sisindri, and then in Malayalam in 1999 under the title James Bond. It was so popular they made it twice. And one of them was called James Bond. It was called James Bond. That's what it says. That's weird. All right. Well, so um, up next, we've got our players poll. And uh, this is exciting because this month's players poll is... What's the prize? It's the... Well, first of all, the prize, the number one, uh, the first place winner gets 25 games. Oh, this is where they were just giving out games. You win 25 Super NES games of your choice. You can pick the best of this year's nominees. Oh, because oh it's gosh. the awards. Or any other Super NES game that's been released. 100 second prize winners get 100. Just 25 games. That's crazy. Wait, 100 get, get one, oh, of. one of 100. I didn't read that carefully. Uh, they get Chosen by you, which means some crappy game that they're sitting. And then sitting. third prize gets a shirt. First prize gets old copies of, like, what's, like, the pilot wings. <laughs> like, the first yeah. gen. They just have tons of. But you get to pick whichever one you want. But, dude, out of the, the grand prize, you could pick 25 games. That's insane. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's like, cause you're looking at like upwards of $70 a game. So this one has the power awards. Mm-hmm. So I think we should read that in the next one when you get the results. That'll okay. be more fun, right? Yeah. Don't Definitely. Alright, so we'll do that. Cause otherwise you're just reading the nominees. And it usually shows the nominees. I think it does yeah. show the nominees in the next one, so. Alright. I think, uh, oh, that's we gotta cool. do the top 20 and then that's, uh, that's what Yeah, we haven't done there. that in a long time. I almost forgot, like, the things that we do. Forgot. We'd always find if there's some goofy articles. Yeah. And then the only article I had this time was CES, so. But that's cool. Alright, let's see. We'll start with Game Boy. Uh, we'll do the top five for each one. Okay. So number five on Game Boy is Tetris. Of course, even of course. though it was the pack-in game. Yeah, but it's a great game, so it makes sense. Does that count? Does it count as a sale every time someone buys a? It does. They for when they track uh, when they go. track software. Super Mario Land number four, the original Super Mario Land. Yeah. Then number three, Kirby's Dream Land on the chart that's for the first months. Kirby game. Yep, that's that where was it started. Kirby. Started the whole franchise. In fact, on the artwork, he wasn't pink originally. Since it's black and white in the game, I want to say he was yellow or something like that. Really? He was not originally pink. Um, <clears throat> number two, on the chart for 18 months, Super Mario Land 2. Six Those Super Mario points. Land games were awesome. They're really good. I've been reading a lot about them because I'm reading this book about the Game Boy, which we'll talk about in Book Corner. Yeah. I'm reading a book all about the Game Boy. It's, it's very good. informative. The console... And finally, I never owned it, so that's where... It's, I didn't either. I, the first... My brother had one. Game Boy Advance for me. My brother had one that he never... He got one of the Star Wars games, and that's all he had. And, like, I don't even think... He think he got it later. It didn't even come with Tetris. Huh. So he just had that Star Wars game, and then he left it in our van, and it, and it, and it, and it just sat there. And then, like, years later, he was in Mom's van. He's like, I wonder if my Game Boy's still in here. Still and he opened the side pocket, and there it was. And I think he finally took it out of there. My dad had a Game Boy Color for a long time. And he had he just had uh, Shadowgate and um, Kicks. 
Were the two, two games? Because he found it. Oh, he just found he it. Found it, and then I think we I came across a copy of Shadowgate one year, and um, anyway, it's now reside that original one that he had now resides in Mountain Room Escapes. There you go. It's uh, one of the props that they yeah. use there. Um, number one on Game Boy for eleven months is The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, which is a great game, yeah, fantastic, and it still boggles my mind that they made a full-on Zelda game on the Game Boy. Yeah. So, um, in fact, I'm playing through that on my uh, 3DS right now. Uh, let's see, what do we do next? Nintendo NES. So this is the tail end of tail the end Nintendo. of NES. So you have fifth place is Mega Man Six. I never got that far with Mega Man's. I got stuck on three and kind of gave up. I, until, the last one I owned was four. Until Mega Man X came out, because I was like, oh, I was back in, because that game's awesome. Then I got I got four, and then later on got the yeah. you know, later ones. Obviously. Well, then, you know, and then, and then yeah, because I remember when you got Mega Man 9 for Wii. Oh, where yeah, and 10. Was, yeah. Because they did those, two of those. Yeah, like, like those were style. freaking awesome. Also very hard, though. I haven't yeah. done either of them yet. Uh, number four is Kirby's Adventure. So um, that's like that was his first one on NES. Yeah, that's when he first appeared. Paper. I'm reading the strategies for it right now. It's the last game in the NES Classics book. Nice. Well, it's a very late one in the cycle. Yeah. Number three on the charts since the very still first on issue, there. Sixty six months. The original Legend of Zelda. It's been going forever. Yep. Since the magazine started. Also um, on there for almost as long. Fifty four months. Super Mario Brothers three and number two. Know. And the number one spot for the current hot game at the time, Tetris 2, on the and chart for two months. One of the later yeah. Nintendo games. It's very, it was good. It's a good game. Yeah. I have the Super NES version. I had them both. I don't I know if I've ever both. played Tetris 2. It, it's really good. It first introduced like when you had the pieces break off so you got smaller bits and stuff. So, And they're not all shaped. They're not all four pieces. So, yeah. uh, anyway. I remember reading about... Uh, so in this... In this NES Classics book I have, they're giving, like, Dr. Mario's, like, strategies. Right. And it's, like, it's very hard to, like, I'm like, this is, I don't, I don't, read not, the strategy. Well, it's, like, how to set up a three, and it shows, like, these scenarios. I'm like, I don't, this is where YouTube is just so much better. I read those like, to death, though, when those, like, you know, when those things came yeah. out. I read the Tetris thing front to back over and over is that again. that why you're a Tetris champion? Probably. I, I read the articles on Tetris 50 times before. Do you remember they the had game. the comic, the Tetris comic? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so goofy. All right, over to Super NES, and we'll close it out here. In fifth place, Disney's Aladdin. That game is one of my top. Probably my in my definite top five Super Nintendo games. Capcom it's did so some great good. Disney and, licenses, and it's 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 very different. And the Genesis one is also good, but they're very different. Like some levels are totally different. Yeah. And but dude, those Capcom, all those Disney games are really yeah. good. Which again, Which like the for license games, is surprising yeah. because most of those license games are terrible. But those Capcom Disney games, Chippendale's like Chippendale, DuckTales, Aladdin, yep. Lion King, like oh, even found? those ones, like they're all really good. Because like that Aladdin game is like one of the best platform games. Like just the jumping mechanics in it, it just feel good. Like when you're yeah. jumping off the carpets and stuff and catching all those apples. Oh. Talk about Switch yet? We talked about we've, Switch a while we've ago. We talked about it a little bit, yeah. Oh, no, Josh is here. Josh is here in the chat. Asked if we talked about the Switch. I mean, we've, we've talked about it off and on. Nothing Phil would say things me. that would make you yell about how great all the games are, about how he's totally willing to pay $60 for one, two Switch. 
No, it's not sixty dollars. They just said it's sixty dollars. No, it's forty. Well, I'm on. It's fifty. Well, fifty. There you go. See, it's not sixty. That's not a fifty dollar game. That one, I'm not a hundred. Did you get your pre order? I told you no, how to get I the pre order. They were gone. The Walmart sold out already. Yep. If you, because that's what they're saying. That's the that's your best bet. Is to go to the Walmart into the Josh store. Got one. I'll of course he did. His. I don't know, Janelle always manages to, to find I don't know, I think it's gonna be really... We'll see. Well, they I were, might have to wait. So on extra damage, they went over to the launch date lineup. It's, yeah, it's a little troublesome. This is always my issue, and I, I realize that other people think of it this way, but how many games are you actually gonna get at launch? It's not that much. And, if you look at historically the launch titles that are on other Nintendo systems and other play, other platforms, it's not like completely unprecedented at all. Yeah. They've got a huge big one and then they've got several other solid ones. Wii U was probably, yeah, it had the most. It had a lot more, but it wasn't like they didn't have a big system seller. So I think they're, I think they're way ahead on that personally. Um, I just, I just, I'm. It's got Zelda. That's all they need. If they had had Zelda on Wii U, it would have been a totally different story. I'm not going out of my way and I'm definitely not going to like, I mean, I, I would, I wouldn't mind. I definitely want to play it. I just, I'm not gonna. I'm, I, I, I refuse to play this stupid game to get one. And I'm not doing it. Well, here's the thing. I, even if all they had was Zelda, I would be on it day one, well, of course, if, if at all possible. Um, we tried, looked around, but did not manage to get a pre-order. So you know, um, it's possible. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, I'm on board. Um, there's. I feel like there's more positive, um, you know, voices on the internet than there was for the Wii U, but it's certainly not unanimous. So, uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. The accessory pricing, like one Joy-Con is like really expensive. Yeah, but it comes with what you need. It's just if you need, well, if you need more, I realize. It's just really high. The prices are really crazy. I don't know. I don't see, I don't agree though. It's less than like PlayStation or Xboxes were at their launches. One of those little tiny controllers and then it's $69 for a pro controller. That's. It's two ninety nine when Xbox and Xbox One. We're talking about the prices of the controllers at right launch. now. Yeah. $69 for one no, pro controller. No, I'm talking about the launch system. Yeah, we're talking, we're not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about the accessory pricing. Yeah, but it comes with them though. Yeah, but if you want more. If you want more. You shouldn't have to pay that much money for more of them. That's way high prices. Well, you don't have to. Well, of course, but if I want, it's, it's, but if you want to play arms with somebody else. I don't know. That one is probably the one I'm least sold on. I gotta be honest. I mean, maybe I gotta try it. Maybe it's one of the things, but it looks, that looks kind of like a glorified mini game to me. I, I'm not sure about that. Cost eighty dollars. Well, that's probably one I'm not going to be down with right away. I'm down with Zelda right away. I will tell you that for a hundred percent sure. I just I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like the only thing I'm really want to play is Zelda and maybe Splatoon, and <laughs> I think one I I think one two switch I'm out on the one that I'm excited about that's not Zelda. It looks really fun and I've heard interesting things about is that Snip Snip one. That one I know is a bargain title. I don't remember what it's called. Snipper Clips. There you go. I don't know. I know that one's like more. I think it's like 40 bucks. Um, that's probably the one. It looks really fun. Those are probably the two I want to try to get at launch. If I just, possible. For me, paying $350 plus how much is Zelda? $350. It's, two, it's $299. Two, $299. So paying $300. Well, $350 if I want the... Because then I'm paying for All the right, game. So, $350. so paying $350 just to play Zelda for me is not worth... 
paying worth it for me. dollars for. Worth it for me. I don't like that. That's I would fine. rather. You don't have to. I just. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying that's a lot of money. Yes, you can get old systems for less now, but I'm saying at launch. I'm talking about launch price. Launch yeah. price, it's reasonable. It's the same. I'm not. I'm not complaining about the price. I just. Knowing me and my habits, I'm gonna pay $350 for something that that's, I'm probably only gonna play Zelda at least for a while, and I can do a lot more on my PS4, as Josh pointed out, than I can on the Switch. No, cause you can't play Zelda on it, and that's all that matters. I, that's what I'm saying. You can't play the games that they're gonna have, so. The one game. Well, that's and the for one. me, Dude, it's worth that, it. Uh, Mario, uh, what's his So it's two called? games. That's true. And then you can't play all the awesome games that are on PS4. I don't care. <laughs> well. I'll tell you, the one game on PS4 that I'm going to need to get a PS4 at some time for. I'm going to play Last Guardian. Guardian. I, that, I'm super excited about that. So, I realize, I realize that I, I'm not a, an unbiased uh, reviewer of video games. You're but, not. And um, we're going to move on because we got to end this episode. We have to wrap this part up Because here. we have to record a whole other episode. We just, uh, we just do this extra long and then just snip it in half. No, we're not doing that. Okay, well, there you go then. All right, number four on the Super Nintendo charts. Super, or sorry, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Not Super Street Fighter. I remember buying that with my birthday money, and it was freaking $75. $75. There were so many versions. They also have Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior. That's the original. That's the that's first one. That's the first one. one, okay. And then Street Fighter 2 Turbo came out, and then shortly after that, Wasn't there Super, Super Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 2? 2 came yeah. out. Well, they didn't get to Super Street Fighter 2 3 till like years later. Yeah. Cause then after Super, then you had like Alpha and that and up- well, 4 was on 3DS. Well, 4, 4 didn't come out till way, way, way later, yeah. like 2007, 2008, 2008. On like that came out on, I had that on 360. Yeah. That was when 4 came out. 3 came out sooner, but it was still took a long time and but they had plenty of iterations up oh, to that dude, point. Oh so. dude, I had like Street Fighter 2 EX plus Alpha on my PlayStation and then you had Marvel vs. Capcom and then you had all those games. Yep. There was so many freaking fighting games, but I remember buying Street Fighter 2 Turbo because um that was the first one on Super Nintendo where you could play as the bosses cuz they came out with Champion Edition for Genesis and 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 then so Street Fighter 2 Turbo was a big deal. Plus it had the it had it it had a whole another set of speed settings. So you could do you could get like real crazy with the speeds to the point where it was almost unplayable. <laughs> but but you got there was a certain level of turbo speed where it was so awesome because you could just like it just got so crazy with the fighting. <laughs> and in that one you could also do mid air moves. So you could do like sonic booms in the air and you could charge up attacks and do crazy stuff. And I was way way into it. So but there, I, were, there was a difference. Seventy five dollars for that game because it was like one and of you're the complaining about the Switch. Listen I am. You, I'm complaining about it mind. all. And that was 1994 that was, money. That was yeah. This is 2017 money. Seventy five nineteen ninety four dollars was a lot of dollars. If you look at the breakdown of like console and game prices, they've gotten cheaper based on in- inflation. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no comparison. Absolutely, there's no comparison because. Those games, like, it was easily over $100 US now, like, if you did just for inflation for Nintendo and Super, and Super, like, Nintendo games were expensive, but Super Nintendo, I think, was the peak of, like, expensive games. Yeah. Cause, like, they were so expensive. So, like, really, if you think about it. It's true, but, 
it doesn't make it any less like this is an expensive hobby. It's well, a of course very it is. expensive That's fine, hobby. Though, you know. Yeah. So because yeah, each game had its own RAM chips. So if you had like, and I think, and I, I think I want to say, so like Street Fighter Two Turbo was like a thirty-two meg cartridge, and like, so yeah, like each cart had newer tech in it. So you got they just got more expensive. By the time you get even to the next iteration of Super Nintendo cartridges. Like, well, Donkey Kong Country. Like, they were just, they were, it was crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, for like the Star Fox FX, like the FX chip games. Like, I remember Doom. Like, I remember wanting yeah. to buy that on Super Nintendo and I could never afford it. And I probably dodged a bullet there because it wasn't very good. <laughs> but, uh. Alright, moving along. In the third spot for 26 months on Super NES. My favorite Legend Super Nintendo game. Probably one of my pass. favorite games of all time. It's a fantastic game. So it good. Absolutely stands the test of time. Uh, speaking of Star Fox, number two with on the chart for 12 months is Star Fox, the original Star Fox. And finally, in first place, another fighting game on the chart for four Just months. Just talked about how much it sucked. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Even though go. it sucked, it still sold. Well, Those fighting games, games were huge. Well, that's all anybody, especially then. It was so huge. But the Super Nintendo Mortal Kombat was just such a big disappointment. <laughs> I remember the first time era, I though. fired up Mortal Kombat... And I did, I tried to do, um, I tried to do <laughs> Sub-Zero's Fatality, and he just like knocks him over. Oh no, he freezes him. It was, the way they changed it was so stupid. Cause he like just, and then the regular one, he just rips his head off. And like, that was all gone. It was really silly. There were a lot of real silly moves that they changed. Not to mention all the sweat. Oh, and right on the back, is that Ganon on the back? That's Ganon on the back. He's waiting. That's Nintendo Power, March 1994. What is that an advertisement for? Get Instant Repair? Oh, the Authorized, authorized Repair, repair Center. Yes. Speaking of that, have you gotten in Janelle's DS fix? No, not yet. Have you called them? No, because it costs money and we had to wait till payday. So uh. once payday hits... How much we'll is it going to cost? It might be something like, I don't know, 50, 60 bucks. Still cheaper but than... It's cheaper. Doesn't she I, have a new 3DS? She has that. No, she has the 3DS XL. It's Excel, so you're still looking... It's got that like, And cool it's the limited design, edition... So. The NES one, right? It's the NES one. Do they even sell those anymore? Ooh. Even when I got it, they weren't. What are the What are anymore. the eBay prices? I don't know. I still am bummed. That Mario Kart one that I had is like was worth a lot of money. You shouldn't have traded it. I shouldn't have, but I needed to because I wouldn't have been able to get. I think I needed that to buy it. Whatever I bought. Oh, the DS Lite. Yep. And the DS Lite was a huge improvement for me. Well, if we want to get on to another episode tonight, we probably should wrap this action up here. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you for this supersized uh, episode 300. 300 episode. Just like a classic one because we went on a long time. <laughs> yes. It's a good thing I slept all day today. Yeah, I didn't. I have to get up early tomorrow. So. <laughs> I have to get up early, but I slept all day today. And we'll talk about that next week. All right, let's do it. Or next Thursday, you mean. Next episode. Yeah. I had a bit of a day today. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to go to RadioBrendo.com for listening to all those old episodes. Check out all the Benvy Network at BenvyNetwork.com. And for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. And John Goobang do.
is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. 